0: ah we are here okay here we go so hello and welcome to another episode of the tesla motors club podcast i'm mark i'm lewis and i'm mike and we got a couple of a lot of things to talk about today with a special guest too one things we'll talk about is the model x delivery date roller coaster lots of folks have had different edds come and go we'll find out what that means of course we're going to talk about the cyber rodeo highlights i mean come on and we got a guest from the forum so stand by number six starts now Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Lewis and Mike, you guys look fantastic. Uh, we have a guest from the Tesla Motors Club Forum. His name is Jerry. J-Boy, welcome, sir. Hey. Welcome. Hey, thanks, thanks for coming Mark. on with us, man, and spending some time with us today. We really appreciate you coming out, man. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us what brought you into the Tesla world?
1: Yeah. We um, have owned Tesla since about 2018, I guess it is. We're... In the Silicon Valley, so we want to support a Silicon Valley company, even though they're no longer in Silicon Valley, but okay, be that as it may, but we've seen Teslas around. We saw a Tesla around before we bought one for years and always had the desire, I guess, to own one. Um and never thought it would happen, but you know, things worked out and we actually did buy one. Uh, so. You know, I'm just really impressed with the company, impressed with the people, impressed with their mission, and that sort of thing. So that's why we went out and finally, finally uh, went out and bought a Tesla.
0: So, uh, were you interested in EVs in general, or did you just like, hey, let's just try something new? And then Tesla just happened to just be what you went for?
1: Uh, no, EVs were kind of an interest. Um, you know, uh, I'm in California, so gas prices are never cheap here. Right. right, shall we say they've never That's been true. cheap. Right now they're you know we're pushing six dollars a gallon out here, five something. Uh, but even that back in the day, you know they were not cheap. So there was that. Plus the whole idea of having a car that ran on electricity, that maybe someday if we got solar or something we could produce, and um, had the performance of back then the Model S and the and the Model X. So.
0: And so you 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 talked it over with your wife, and you guys decided on the X, right? Am I, am I correct? That's what you. That, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, uh, we bought a we lease we lease cars because
1: we uh, do it through our business, but we leased a 2018 Model X.
0: Okay, and now you want to get into you got a new one coming, right? Uh, actually,
1: we just received the new one. Uh, like. Uh, Seventy-two hours ago, or okay, so and, like. and
0: so the and so the the whole so the whole process of order because before you leased it, so you didn't have to worry about the delivery date ranges and stuff. You just oh, went oh. To, get to pick the car up, right?
1: No, 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 no. It, it was definitely we leased it in. Let's, I think we filled out the paperwork in February or something. Did not pick up the car till June, so we still were on the EDD. Type thing, but back okay. then when they said three months, it really was three months. Three months,
0: okay. That is, that is not <laughs> the case today. Okay. So this time that, was a little bit different. It was a little bit little longer. Can you tell us more about how that how that looked? Because um, I bought a I had a Tesla Model Three before. Uh-huh. Uh, in 2020, it was uh-huh. it was made on the last day of the shutdown when Corona came through. So I was kind of nervous about oh my gosh, is going to work? <laughs> yeah. But mean. but the but the, the delivery date ranges were very spot on when they said it was two weeks, a half a week. It was spot on. And so oh, this yeah. time this time around when I got my second one, I just got my second one in 20 in February 2020. Uh, the the date I had like I think eight or nine date ranges and they went from a, a month to, to weeks to so it was really crazy. And I just attributed that to the fact that a lot of people, uh, because of these uh, the um, EV the, uh, the rebates, that a lot of people just jumped on board and wanted to get mm-hmm. these cars, and so. But I had got the top the, the top of the line performance, and at the time. Uh, with full self-driving and a performance model that kind of got bumped up ahead of the queue that kind of how it went (laughs) but now they no longer do do it anymore they kind of took that away because people were complaining about that and there was all a lot of talk about it so yeah it was a lot lot of different debates a lot of different date ranges for me as well but can you tell, tell us more with our so our viewers can understand um how different was it for you the date ranges this time around
1: oh yeah um well, I have a list I, I you know of, <laughs> of the dates and things like that, but uh, you know, I ordered this apparently at the beginning of May in two thousand and twenty one because our lease on the other one was coming up at the end of June, uh, and they told me but we, we had in the meantime bought a three, and that three was very much like the experience, your first experience where you know they said two months or three months or whatever it was, and it was two two months or three months or whatever it was. It was very within uh, three days, let's call it, of what the estimated delivery date was. Uh, This car, it it is not that today, folks. Uh, So uh, this car was originally supposed to show up in fall 2021. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, August of 2000, September 2021. Then around hmm, maybe, uh, August of 2021, it slipped to November of 2021. And then, according to my documentation, December of 2021. Mm. And then July 2022. Mm. Uh, and as I mentioned before, people, you know, there are uh, people in the forums, if you go look in the X forums, that you can find, find out information about that. And they're not happy campers, should
0: you yeah. say yeah so anyway your so your, delay, your date range so when it, when it finally came like hey guess what your VIN's here it was yeah. to- totally different from the last date range oh, you got right yeah oh yeah 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 so uh, the VIN
1: actually showed up we happened to be on vacation a week and a half ago when the VIN showed up and uh, I actually have that information here and that's why I'm looking at this piece of paper but uh, I woke up in the morning on April 2nd we're still on Oh wait, Uh, let me go back. On March 31st, end of the quarter, I woke up at 7 a.m., checked my app as I usually do, had been doing for this car, and it showed, pick it up today at 4 p.m. I'm 250 <laughs> wow. miles away. That's not gonna happen, <laughs> you know? And uh, it was a VIN assigned. That was the first time I'd seen a Ven even. Yeah. Uh, so I called them up and they said, oh, okay, so we pulled you up because, you know, we had a car and we thought you were local and we'll, but you know, if you can't take it, uh, we'll just have to find another reservation holder. So as you can imagine, that sort of, you know, that balloon deflated very, very quickly. And yeah. You know, as my wife says, I was not a happy camper yeah. to be with yeah. uh, that day on the vacation. Uh, then the next morning I woke up and the car was still there with the same van and it now said Saturday, April 2nd, but we were going to be still be on vacation Saturday, April 2nd. So that wasn't going to work. So I called up, uh, called them up again and had them push it to sa- uh, Sunday, April 3rd. And they said 4 p.m. Fine. We were going to be home late Saturday, go pick it up Sunday morning. We live 10 miles from Fremont, not a big deal. Um, and then su- Sunday morning, I got up, checked. It still said, come pick it up at four.
0: Hmm.
1: Checked again at 12 because I'm not trusting them. Now. Right, <laughs> right. Know, as right. you can imagine. <laughs> right, right. You know, right, uh, right. once bitten or five times bitten, twice shy. Yep. Um, as they say, uh, still good at four. Then checked it again at 1 p.m. Now it says April 15th at 4 Mm -hmm. p.m. So we had, you know, shifted out. So I was a bit upset. I called up Tesla and I got, I said, what's going on? And they said, it's a software issue. Uh, I said, could you tell me more about why mm -hmm. this is a software issue? Mm -hmm. No, we don't know, it's a software issue. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, the April 15th is just a placeholder date. It might be earlier, it might be later than that. Mm. So this was not, not what you'd expect, you know. You expect the car to show up in a reasonable time. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, after that, I'm kind of bummed out the beginning of this last week and things like that. But then I went and checked on, uh, let's see, uh, on the first, and it says, oh, now it's gonna be there April, th- April 7th at 3 p.m. So I was like, wow, the sky's opened, right? I'm going to get my car on this thing. Uh, And so I checked again. Checked again Tuesday. That was good. Wednesday, because I'm checking probably three to four times a day now. Right, you're right. Of course, that, of, yeah, course. Gonna, of course. <laughs>
2: that, that's all. I think I refresh mine a good fifteen to twenty minimum.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was thinking about getting one of those apps you can get. You know, when you're trying to buy something that you know and it checks up yeah. five, six, right. seven times yeah, an hour or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. uh, Yeah, yeah. And tells you when it changed. But no, I didn't do that. And then eventually. Uh, Thursday morning I checked and it said, great, still uh two PM. Uh, oh, and uh then we we actually oh I sorry it was three PM on Tuesday and then when I checked at noon it's st- it now said two PM. Okay, I can go get it. I'm ten minutes away, not a big deal. Bottom line is I did get the car at two PM. Okay. It was
0: good. No panel gaps. Uh, the the bill quality was good. Question. Well,
1: oh yeah so close. It, it was not bad i mean oh. the, the big the big problem is uh you know elon has always commented that the falcon wing doors were slightly problematic or uh-huh. what did he call it a uh, uh, fabergé egg that sort of thing (laughs) Um, and yeah it's always the falcon wings door so we have a minor alignment on one falcon wing door but they do open and close i've loaded things in and out put groceries in and out people have gone in and out so no real problem uh the seals are better than they were on our 2018 which is good because they've been known to leak a bit because you know you're essentially opening a section of the roof right when you open falcon wing doors so if it's gonna leak you know that's not good Of course, I live in California, so it doesn't really rain that much, so it's a little bit less of an issue. But we had a minor, we have a minor, still have a minor alignment. I'm gonna run it in. Uh, But that's it, that's it. The rest of the car is good. And the car, compared to the 2008, is much quieter. It is quicker, there's actually a, I think it's an insane mode. It's, it's called, I don't think it's called insane. There's, there's another one because it's a long range. It's not a plaid. It's called passive. a ludic-
0: ludicrous mode. Uh, Ludicrous, thank you. It's the old term. The, yeah. Before
1: we went plaid, there was ludicrous, right? So right. it has the old term there. And um, it is a lot quicker than the old one was too. Nice. So, you know, I'm happy. I'm a happy camper now. All is forgiven Tesla, sort of. Oh, wow. <laughs> sort of, sort of, sort of. Sort of. Wow. Just be sure that when I when I ever take it in to get that Falcon Wing door, you know, it, it goes to the front of the list and things right. like that. And and I'll, right. and I'll be a happy camper. How do you, you know, like
2: the Falcon Wing doors? I, I know my wife was, like, she was thinking about getting an X, but she was also kind of on the fence because she's like, really, with the doors that are like that? You know, she she, being not a car person, didn't think it was as cool as I did.
1: <laughs> uh, the falcon wing doors actually work pretty well. You know, they they okay. they're um, a bit impractical. They're slow. So mm. you know, where you might just open a door, hop in, and I don't know, three seconds or something. You're waiting five, six seconds for the door to clear. Then you get in, built in, you push the button to close, and it's another five or six seconds for them to close on their own. And it sounds like you're being locked in a vault. So. But, but, but they're, they're fine. Uh, for, for us, it's just usually my wife and I 95% of the time, or sure. 99% of the time, so it's not a big deal. Uh, the bigger issue for me has been the yoke, uh, <laughs> wow. or joke, as some people call it, or whatever right. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. No, it, it is not bad. Uh, it. I drove the car home from Fremont to where I am, which is ten minutes away. And by the time I got home, I was not, you know, I was able to push the turn right turn signal and things like that and turn, but. Uh, and it does help I think it helps more on the X and S than it would on let's say a 3 or a Y because the X and S has that binnacle in front so you do actually have a front display and when you have a regular wheel you're kind of you know, looking under or over or something to mm-hmm. see your speed and like they put up the, nav, uh, the nearest turns and things like that so it's being a little blocked by the steering wheel so the yoke mm. gets that out of the way so yeah, it's it's interesting, and but it's early days. I'll send you guys an email or post something in the forums mm-hmm. if I hate it and want it ripped off. And you know, I'm out looking at custom steering wheels at you know the hot rod shop.
0: Would you would you would you rather have the old steering wheel back, or do you, are you do you think you'll get used to the yoke? Well, like I said, I'm I'm used to driving it now with the yoke. Yeah. I'm not
1: having a problem with the yoke. It does feel. Strange. I don't think anybody should kid themselves that there's going to be like zero transition. There is going to be a transition. But so far, it it is okay. It's it's just not... Maybe it's just another thing that they're doing with the X and S just to differentiate the product more than a functional thing. I don't think it adds... It adds some of that visibility functionality, but at the cost of, you know, your hands... Are not where they've been in my case for well over forty years.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> sure.
1: especially you know on corners and things.
0: I know I know Lewis is uh we, we're we're all we're all like rallying around Lewis to get his car because this thing has been a That's thing right. you know uh, right. Lu, Lu, Lewis's date ranges have been like i don't know to twenty nine twenty nine hundred. 2900 i don't know what's way and they many, come many and go they, they come yeah. and go and they come and go you know and and lewis was talking about the matrix headlights that was his thing and he and he mm-hmm. was so serious about that that he kind of would push it off Were they there gave any, me a Vin and i said no i want the headlights what? <laughs> right 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 so so jerry so you know um is Would you do the same thing are, are you, Were you looking for specific refreshes That like you know what Let me hold off on my X Because I want to get these certain refreshes Or did you just want the X period um, A little bit of both
1: uh, <laughs> We did want the new I had heard the 2000 You know uh, since we lease our cards I was saying we got that in 2018 So I knew there was a finite Time frame right when this Lease in 2021 was going to expire And then around I don't know, it. 2021, I don't know, 2019, I'm sorry. I don't know if all the cars got the reluctance motor and things like that, yeah. you know, with the region, which yeah. we had in the three and I really liked and didn't have in the X. Still had to, you know, step on it step on a brake to at a stoplight oh my oh. gosh oh, God. Oh. very old school <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talk about a throwback oh my brake pedals brake pedals what <laughs> are <laughs> those yeah. yeah yeah you know uh, um, but anyway I, I really liked it in the three so I really was really interested in getting that and the difference between the 2008 and 2022 in sound and just driving is amazing it is a much much quieter car it is much better sealed it rides better
3: i was going to ask how the ride quality is because i know there's a lot of debate with the threes between the mm-hmm. early versions and the the very newest ones
1: yeah the ride quality is better it is definitely better it is quieter um you know when you go down a, the lovely highway expansion strips and things like that yeah those are those are much much better handled um good to know and i will say uh before i bought the x or even ordered the new x we test drove a y not a performance just a regular okay. y and one of the reasons i personally bought the x having owned the x was the y was just too harsh of a ride for me um so we went with another yeah. x figuring you know maybe they even got it better
3: now hire the seats because like i've driven my father-in-law's s and I find Mm -hmm. the seats in the S to be pretty firm, even compared to my my 3, which has got a a very nice seat. So how does the X compare?
1: Um, Yeah, when I move between the 3 and the X, I notice the difference in two ways. One, obviously, your legs are straight out in the 3, or much more straight out in the 3. The second is the seat. The seat feels a little less padded than it is in the X, and I don't know if that's positionally, because in the X, you're... You're sitting up, you know, as, okay. as you would in any SUV, and maybe a little more upright. You know. Yeah, but I do like the seats in the uh, in the X, and the new Xs come with ventilated seats too, so that's kind of nice. I Like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah. whether you get a uh, uh, long range version or the plaid, the plaid, they they put more ventilating ventilating on the are ed- they put ventilating on the edge, and
0: the LR just has it in the back and under your rear oh interesting now now yeah. jerry did, did did you ever uh get into the uh, full self driving at all is that is that is that something you you're interested in
1: yeah uh no i <clears throat> i appreciate i know several of you are are contributing love, to oh, I, to I love, the self self driving thing uh yeah. but <laughs> but uh no i'm 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 gonna wait until it 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 gets a little bit better i think in doing it um I do work in the machine learning and field, and I know the people that are on the team, like Andrew Kaparthi and things like Crew, are top-notch people in the business. And their techniques, I you know, if you went through AI day, like I did, you know, with my, my, uh, uh, machine learning group, we spent three weeks uh, of our one-hour session sort of analyzing it, not frame by frame, but, you know, segment by segment, and then debating it. Um, And they are doing, they're out there. They're out at the bleeding edge of technology. So I'm, in terms of putting my family in something like that, I'm not 100% there. But from a technology standpoint, I think, I think this is going to be killer. So
0: you feel so. So you feel that, despite that your apprehension, that mm-hmm. uh, they have some of the best people on deck that can really get this done at some point. Yeah, it confident. takes.
1: Yeah, uh, it takes two things or three things, I guess, in uh, machine learning to build great models: great people that really understand the mathematics behind it, and they have that in spades. Uh, great hardware. They're actually building their own hardware to train their models, which is. Crazy, difficult, and crazy expensive, and then time, and they seem to have been given the time. Um, we all remember the early days when you know it's going to have full self-drive in six months or something oh, yeah, like right, that it right, would come along. Right, right, right. That never right. happened. I think, I think you know somebody clued him in that this is this is a a, a long you know a marathon, not a sprint type deal. So. Uh so I think I think they'll get there and I think they're getting there pretty well now. I mean in my old X I I had uh, EAP enhanced mm-hmm. autopilot if right, you guys right remember up. that. Right. Yep. Which was really kind of enough for what I wanted. I'm not looking at, you know, having my car be a robo taxi and make me money while I sleep, or whatever, <laughs> right. whatever those, whatever right. those scenarios are. Right. Would you really want a drunk getting in the back? Never mind. Nothing good happens after after the bar is closed. Uh, but you know, for various right. reasons, I I I'm a, I was okay with the AP and was really hoping to be able to get that in the new Model X, but it didn't have it doesn't come with that you have to you have to make the commitment to go all the way shall we say can so, you um go ahead, mike so, no no go ahead
3: mike so so like on my model three i didn't buy fsd i subscribe i, I paid mm-hmm. 200 a month for it is that an option for you
1: you know as i as as time goes on i i may do it um you know uh subscribe what is it what did you say 200 bucks a month yeah, it's 199 a, a month 2400 dollars a year is not you Know it, it is a cons- yeah, yeah it, it's not, yeah, it's not outrageous. Um, by the way, can I ask, do you get to like apply any of that to purchase? No, no, no. oh, okay, it's so a true subscription, yeah. okay. Um, I, I've thought about that, but we don't do a lot of distance driving and things like that. If I did yeah. more distance driving, I think it would be better, but um, do I want car to drive through a school zone on its own you know yeah, maybe not maybe you know. not <laughs> well so <laughs> I let me you ask know. you have you tried it um, n- not well yeah
3: i just got back from a road trip and i did use it on my road trip mm-hmm. and and frankly it's got some quirks to it that i found as i went along phantom um, braking um all right so we should probably define phantom braking <laughs> Did I have true phantom unknown reason braking? No. I could I could recreate the incident almost every time. Okay. Um, one is high contrast. It didn't like high contrast going into a tunnel with bright light, backlight. It didn't like people merging on the right-hand side. It would default to uber safety and slam on the brakes so people could mm. merge. Uh, so phantom braking, you can call it that, but I wouldn't call it that. Um, yeah. It has a potency to when you have the lane for the on ramp it wants to drift to the right because it can't find that lane anymore right and i find that mm. really obnoxious
2: yeah <laughs> i saw that that's apparently improved in one of the last two uh, beta mm. updates there
3: was yeah, actually let's hope so about that. Since i'm yeah. not in the beta i don't know i'm only going by what they give me as a as a subscriber
1: well so subscribers can't be in the beta program not with my score.
2: Well <laughs> <laughs> Well something I mean, about aggressive
3: breaking and aggressive cornering, yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah they, they don't currently they haven't been adding anybody into the beta. Uh, they they stopped adding new people to the beta around December time frame. Although they it's been I don't know, it's kind of questionable, maybe some new folks are getting in. Elon did talk about that at the uh, the Cyber Rodeo event, which we can get into in a little bit, but um, yeah. that eventually more folks will be in this year
0: yeah so yeah now i've I'm the only I've had f- be, uh, full self driving since twenty 2020 my first car and I was in the beta but unfortunately you can't transfer that over to your new van which it sucks but mm. um I've seen the FSD... The autopilot improve I've seen it improve One, there was one in the beta there was one where they took a couple steps back and it was very harsh but then they corrected that right away and it's been fine uh, the other Friday I was going to um, uh, down south where was I going towards Long Beach I was going to Long Beach at 5 o'clock in the afternoon so uh, it was a lot of traffic I had on, on on beta on sorry I had on full self driving the entire way and it was not a problem it, it handled everything totally cool like Mike mentioned when what it doesn't like is if someone's trying to merge it just stops like okay go, go ahead it doesn't it doesn't kind of creep it just stops so mm. you know other than that uh, it handled the uh, traffic well merging into lanes it handled well so um uh I've had good success with full self drive and I'm I'm pretty comfortable with it. But I can understand how people um who are getting used getting new to it aren't too ready for it. Plus lots of people are like, look, I paid for this, I should have it by now, but I don't. So I totally understand that. Totally get it.
2: You'll get it, Mark.
0: I know, I know, I know. I know. Later this so, year maybe. I know. So anyway we, so anyway you guys are talking about the uh the uh cyber rodeo, which I know everybody's like, Look, what's up with that? So um Elon made a lot of a lot of promises. So uh you know Jerry Jerry did you did you get a chance to look at the road or in any part of the event? Yeah, I looked at I looked at a little bit and kind of, you know, zoomed past some of some of what, it, but yeah. Yeah, it What part What what part did, did stuck it grab at you that you want to discuss if you feel like comfortable talking with us about it?
1: Well, I thought, you know, they were they're, they're pretty honest about some of their things and uh, I was a little concerned at how many vehicles they had Projected for the next year and a half, or whatever. Um, you know, I'm maybe I'm cynical or things like that. But a Cybertruck in early <laughs> '23, <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, uh, Cybertruck, <laughs> Roadster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't but it semi. sounded like they were taking on a bit more than they could chew. Yeah, don't don't forget the semi. I mean, he wants to deliver those too. Yeah, you know, and uh, I actually think the semi. Could be the sleeper product for them. Oh yeah, uh, oh, for
2: sure. Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely.
1: that in perhaps with FSD or something like that. Yeah, the semi is a huge market. Yeah, uh, you know because if you look at the whole semi thing, right? We got people aging out. People don't want to drive truck. Don't want to be sleeping in the back of their cab every day. Between point A and point B, just have it auto, and then the last, the ten miles or something, have. Some a human show up or something like that you know
0: maybe that'd work Louis, Mike and you guys watch it I'm sure well, I'm sure you did but what what what's parts struck out with you guys that you want to talk about <laughs> oh come on Mike uh, <laughs> a whole, <laughs> like, what a, a whole lot mean? of flash
3: and bang and noise <laughs> and not much substance I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well, you know, well, well, you know Elon, I mean, he's in Texas, right? And he wants, you know, he wants people to get on board with him, you know, and you know, Texas, you know, it's some old school cats down there who like like their trucks and they, they like their, they their big thing, you know. So here's Elon coming with this this little car that just <laughs> that poots out nothing, you know, zero emissions. So <laughs> it's like Elon, look, look, look. with his cowboy hat. Right, you know what? Look, <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. cool, you know. And, I'm and cool. no drawl. <laughs> I, right, right. So you know, I mean, th- there, there's a lot there, you know. Um, but for me, what what struck me out the most was the Cybertruck because I have a reservation. Uh, Jerry, do you have a reservation for the Cybertruck, or do you care?
1: I do not. I actually have a reservation for an F one hundred and fifty Lightning. <laughs> so, no. but that's, I, that's I, I mean another guy. That's my kind. Yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah. But I, I you know, I, I, I'm not sure I'm going to pull it through, pull, uh, commit to it because. You know it was kind of a backup because the x was so super delayed Mm. um but now i have the x do i need the 150 i don't know but uh now
3: wait a minute but the 150's got the home charger where you can actually run your home off the tr- the battery in your f
1: well y- yes and no but uh, but but I have a house that has a, <laughs> has a solar roof on it with two power walls so oh, oh, boy. oh boy all right <laughs> so uh, I, I really iron. don't that, that is not a that's not a sell point for me um, you know but uh, uh, you know uh, but I think the one one fifty is going to you know Ford is a truck company realistically. Everything else Anymore. they make, uh, you know, other than SUVs and trucks is just such a small thing. This is a huge commitment, you know, make or break commitment for Ford. So they've, they've thrown all the resources at it. And that's one even, reason I even felt. Even with the Mach E? I mean, they're pushing the Mach E pretty hard. Yeah, but the numbers aren't, you know, the F 150 has been the highest selling vehicle in the United States for what, 20 plus years now yes, or sir. something like that? For a very long time for a very long time i live you know on the edge of silicon valley where you'd expect ferraris and things and i can every other of my neighbors has an f-150 in their driveway they can't they can't fit it in the garage so it's out in the driveway so that's how i know you know but but uh you know and so this is and most of these people are you know software engineers managers and this like they're they're not you know throwing bales just, of hay back. they're, in dry, the hay. they're, they're not
3: loading two by fours in the back and drywall well
1: right. once a year and that was the justification <laughs> yeah i have to go down to home depot <laughs> oh, and uh, get right. some two by fours once a year so, so i need a truck some, right some so, yeah.
2: i i don't i don't relate to that at all i mean my, my wife and i are both engineers and we have no interest in a truck we live in texas i don't get it unless you live on a farm or you do construction <laughs> you do two or you work for farm. real you just do not need down. a pickup no. truck i'm sorry you just don't need one
1: well lewis you're the you're the new texas i think <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm the texas that the texans don't like i moved here from new york so <laughs>
1: oh, nice. new york city That's new right. york city yes i uh we, we uh, my daughter lives in Austin from California so she, I hear the stories
2: she's the other half
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah you know the people <laughs> from the coast right, and, right. Uh, so and, and you priced out all the locals so there you go
0: so Jerry yep. you're not interested in, all that say no cyber truck for you like you you you're still thinking about the f-150 no not even considering the cyber truck is that what, is that what you're saying
1: yeah I'm I come from a truck family, <laughs> and, okay. and yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know maybe a Toyota Tacoma that would be kind of stepping out of you know my comfort. That's the edge of my comfort range or something like that. But the Cybertruck is, you know, Elon's got to convince me. Let me put it that okay. way. And I think,
0: to, to I me, think the he has Rivian is better. Okay, the, the say, Rivian what, what, is what, what,
2: more of a truck for you know an EV truck than a Cybertruck. A Cybertruck, it's cool, but it does it doesn't have a truck feel to it. Right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when it has a yoke. Like, come on.
1: Right. What are See,
3: you doing my, here? My, my last truck was a Forerunner, which is kind of like a SUV on steroids. And I, I'd be interested in something like that. I don't want an F 150. I don't want a Rivian. And I certainly don't want a Cybertruck. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm not their demographic for the Cybertruck. But you give me something like, you know, the Forerunner as an EV, I'd be interested.
0: Yeah, I have I'm no... looking Go for it. Go ahead, go,
2: no, go ahead, Lewis. I said I'm looking forward to marketing a Cybertruck. I want to see I was going to
0: say. Bro, <laughs> yes. Look, I, 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 there's no reason for me. I live in, in a condo. I got you know, a garage. There's no yeah, reason yeah. For me ever at all to need a truck for anything. But just because it's a Cybertruck, just because it's so beautifully ugly it stands out That I gotta have it You know what I'm saying I gotta have it Beautifully ugly I like that I mean, we'll, you know. we'll swap
2: We'll swap uh, key fobs Or cars or whatever And oh, we can God. We can drive it. Mean, I mean, Mark if bit. you get
0: the
3: Cybertruck Are you gonna wrap it You're gonna leave it the stainless
0: Oh this, Well this, this is So LA So a lot of these guys Would probably have it wrapped Yeah That's i was thinking it, Yeah And uh, I'll keep the stainless part Because I, I right. think the, I think the stainless part Is cool You know yeah, but Mister wh- wh- Throwback in to Lori there.
3: Yeah.
0: I know Willie in my garage is is, is a thing. Now we're talking about the the uh, rodeo thing. So there was the, the little theme, the little robot, the Thimbot kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. what's you know now, Jerry and and Louis, you guys, this is kind of in your world, I would think, because you guys deal with um, machine learning and things like that. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do you guys think about that that whole what Elon's trying to do with that? Uh,
1: my two cents is that you know. It it's useful, but I'm not sure where it'll be useful. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe he'll put them on the assembly line if people you know don't show up or something like that, or uh, maybe maybe SpaceX will put them up up in their uh, Mars
0: mission or something as an assistant, autonomous assistant, things like that. Um, how, and how, how hard is it to interface with those things to have them to do things? Like, do, is it? Do you think it's difficult for programmers? Like, okay, what can we get this because the robot because they can move around, they're not mm-hmm. just static They can move around. So, is there any any extra complexity involved with getting them to move from one location to another location? In your opinion, oh. does it require yeah, I, much more? I, I think it's a, an extremely difficult problem.
1: For them to solve, but I once again as I said before I I think they have some of the brightest minds and A huge war chest of money to throw at the problem sure sure. so, you know Other bigger problems have been solved before and things like that. We'll we'll see it Yeah, I I, I don't
2: see it. Yeah, I mean I I don't I don't see it being feasible anytime soon Um, I think it's a really great problem uh, that's obviously an actor in a suit and not actually a demo a robot but, um, that you're seeing on your screen. Yeah, oh, there but you the go. Dancing, um, the
0: dancing, brother. the dancing.
2: I mean, yeah, the, the problem with the robot like that, there's so many different. You basically have like five different really complex problems all brought into one product. Um, so you have the whole concept of the, you know, artificial intelligence the machine learning uh to handle surroundings and everything like that i think power is probably one of the biggest issues is how to have enough power um and under your own weight management because the more power supply you put into it the heavier it is so the more power you need to move um and that becomes really uh that becomes really difficult to do um and then you know just have, being able to balance itself and all of that it, it was honestly a, a project that i looked at working on uh, several years ago was like man about a billion dollars you know that i could burn i'm not sure i could solve this problem even with the team of the best engineers i know uh now tesla has way more than a billion dollars and right, they probably right. have engineers better than i know so i mean right. i don't know it, it'll be interesting to see but i would be I would be like dumbfounded if they could do it before 2030. Like I would really, be, that would be amazing. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it is a ah. much. I mean, Boston Dynamics is one of the leading companies in autonomous robots. They have some robots. cool stuff. They some They've cool been working stuff. on it for
0: 15 a years yeah, or more, a
2: long while. and they're yeah. not even close to what you know Tesla's touting. This robot's going to be like. So wow. I mean,
0: I've, I've <laughs> yeah. seen. I've seen. I think Boston Dyn. They came out with a. It might have been a Christmas video. I forgot what it was, but the the robots they, they had like a little animal thing too, and mm-hmm. the way they moved it was so fluid, like a human being. Like it, it wasn't static; it was like very this and mm-hmm. very that, and that was like that is just mind blowing that people can program something to to you know move really human like. I I just found it. Yeah. That-
2: just the, it's really impressive. Player. Unfortunately, they only work for about ten minutes, and then they're out of charge. <laughs>
3: <So>. <laughs> oh, <Oops. laughs>
2: really? So yeah, yeah I mean, they, they don't last very long. The batteries on a lot of the things they demo. Now they may have gotten better now, and they're, but they're also much heavier. Um, mm-hmm. So I think in industry, I think where you'll first see them, I, I think Jerry's spot on. It'll be more likely to be in factories or an in industry or things like that. It's not going to be in your house anytime uh, soon, okay. like your house okay. maybe 2050 i don't know okay. if like some battery technology you know breakthrough happens um, but yeah cuz they're going to be on big a, uh, heavy umbilical you think they'll be on the umbilical or you think um, they'll have the portable power at that point they they probably will be in umbilicals at some point in the factory i mean they so when i was working in semiconductor fabs they did have robots they didn't look like humanoids right they had robots to move carriers around they have robots sure. you know hauling equipment around um, that are autonomous and, you know, or play music. So people know they're coming and you don't bump into them. Um, but they're big, they're heavy, they're slow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cool idea and topic and technology. And if anyone can tell us, it's going to come out every year for the next 20 years. And we all believe it, it'll be Tesla. Um, (laughs) right. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy they're working on it, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely an engineering challenge. Um, and uh it's you know the of all of the things they showed at TeslaCon it's or the sorry gig, cyber Tesla rodeo that's, that's, <laughs> Tesla Tesla, Tesla, whatever it was you know cyber rodeo brilliant uh, Slip there it's yeah, the, that's, uh, yeah, right. it's, that's what i call it um it's uh it's probably the farthest out um or the furthest out i should say so but it was definitely so, cool technology.
0: So we're speaking about batteries. Batteries. I'm from the side. I would say batteries. So we're speaking about batteries. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, something at the Cyber Rodeo, they talked about the 4680 ones. And, mm-hmm. um, and there's been conversation that the, the newest Model Y, I think the Standard Range Plus is all-wheel drive is supposed to come out with this. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, you know, I think the 4680 looks kind of cool. It, it looks like a D-cell battery, an old-school D-cell battery to me. So, um, but way uh, bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they get to appreciate it in person. So, you know, do we know how long th- they will take for those batteries to get into like the three and and other other areas? Do we do we know where, where that's going? Um,
2: I don't know. I don't know uh, what you guys think on. It. I, I'm. There's rumors that it'll maybe be later this year. Um, it's looking like you know the Model Y, uh, you know, standard range plus is. Starting to come out this year, like now, out of Austin. Now that we're we're shipping them, um, but until they get the uh, battery production up full speed, or at least uh, to higher production they have right now, I don't see, to expect us to see another car. So it's really it's just going to be a test of how fast can they ramp that production. They also it's you know when can they start supplying Fremont. Or Berlin or some government. Yeah, because the they're not they're not factors. they're not
0: equipped yet for those batteries. They're, right? they're not equipped for it. Only only Spe- especially
2: structural, like structural battery packs are mm-hmm. a whole different can of worms with the framing and how you how you build the car. Uh, you know, Mike probably knows more about that than me, but uh, that so that's going to be, uh, I think, really the challenge. I don't expect it to be any time. You know, maybe towards you know end of Q three, Q four. If I had to guess, as like the earliest you might see it in those other cars, but who knows? I mean, Tesla surprised me many times, so.
0: <clears throat> yeah, Mike, what you think about that?
2: Well, as as
3: you know, Lewis is talking. All I can think of is the supply chain issues they're facing right now with nickel and lithium. Um, I don't even think it's a question of whether they can build the battery. I'm not sure they can even get the materials to build the batteries in any kind of scale right now, and that that may be the blocker for them. And then, you know, Lewis, you brought up the the, the integrated casting for the for the battery frame. Um, they only have one facility that can do that right now, and so you can either build the cars at that one facility, or you're gonna have to ship those frames to the other facilities. And I haven't heard anything either way yet. Of what they're planning on that uh, right mm-hmm. so that's going to be another you know a limiter to what they do with it but we'll see I mean you know Elon's got some interesting ideas you know he, he may expand his uh, casting to the other facilities he may have some magic up his sleeve to ship them and export them out to the other facilities we'll find out
2: yeah I so, mean they're still they're still uh, you know we know that they've already kind of leaked they're going to be upgrading the Fremont facility so, when yeah, that but, facility but, but gets upgraded, casting, maybe they'll yeah, get the cast a casting equipment. of
3: that size and that complexity. That's a huge sure. upgrade.
2: <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, absolutely. Like, it's, you know, they, they've the, the equipment and the machines they use for casting and stamping and all of that is probably some of the most innovative and impressive mm-hmm. pieces of technology that Tesla's developed in their cars. It's part of what makes their cars so different um from a lot of other companies um beyond them being a tech company and software focus but just like from a f- uh, physicality of it it's it's really impressive so i think i think they have to get those casting machines in the other facilities they're gonna have to long term ultimately you're right the, the question is to ship it you know manufacturing is very com- it's it's a complex topic it's very challenging i loved working in it it's a really great in you know uh area to work um, but getting those machines built and getting them in place you know you're talking usually long really long lead times um, from the companies that make the machines and to then l- get let's them not
3: forget the soft cost of trying to train up staff to actually use those machines sure sure it, it, I mean it, it's not quite push a button and watch everything go not yet sure <laughs> so.
0: So, th- th- there was a guy um, in the, the Cyber Rodeo post on the, the, on the forums. He's, we're talking about the 4680s. And he's responding to a comment where someone says, I think 4680s will only be for the standard range. I would assume the P and LR will use the same technology until California plant is updated. So, the member is XYEAH Tony. X Y E A H Tony. He says, <laughs> Totally agree.
2: Yeah, he, he, he says
0: He's been saying this for weeks But some people believe otherwise He says Tesla isn't going to make An LR And a P model at Austin The only place There are 4680s available And then suddenly Just stop making cars At Fremont and Berlin And Shanghai Like how would that work? current P and LR models become standard range models. Then he also mentions the 4680 sales are in short supply compared to 2170s. Tesla isn't going to overnight, aban- to overnight abandon 2170s. They need them Agreed. to ramp up Cybertruck <laughs> and semis. I so are, so. Are, are you guys uh, feeling what his, his vibe is? 100%. This yeah, s- I, yeah absolutely. I agree with you, Tony. <laughs> Jerry, <Jared, laughs> what, what are your thoughts about that, if you have any?
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with his point because there's just it's a finite resource and you can't you didn't open this big plant in berlin just a few weeks ago to (laughs) produce an inferior product and tick everybody off in europe or in shanghai and things like that which are big big markets so i i think if they do put the new batteries you know into the new ones they're going to either somehow um you know, hold them back, put fewer of them in maybe or something like that, stretch it out just to see how they do out there or or somehow, you know, do something with them because they cannot produce an inferior product in Texas to the one in Fremont and vice versa. You know, I just, just that would be unacceptable and people would be like, well, I don't want my car to come out of that I, factory. Yeah, this factory.
3: It, it's funny, I did hear someone talking about that and, and they're, their point was they were going to build smaller packs, same capacity, mm-hmm. but smaller packs, and and they get the weight reduction, they get less batteries, but they're not going to bring any range to the car, not directly. I mean, you pick up a little indirect, but uh, it'll be an interesting experiment.
0: One of our viewers, listeners, his name is Amin, A M I N E, Amin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say your last name brother so forgive me but you say they need all the batteries they can get a hold of so we still keep seeing all kinds of batteries in different models even from third party battery manufacturers you guys think about that?
2: Agreed yeah I mean yeah. like they, Tesla intentionally uses multiple types of batteries now right they, they have different types of battery cells that they're using um, between different models of the cars oh. they're going to continue to do that um, it's, it's well, just going to be a thing
3: Okay, he they use different types of cells. They don't use the pouches. Tesla, you know, sure. One's got a thing against pouch batteries,
2: right? Which makes
0: sense. So, look, what about Giga Nevada? Y'all remember that? I mean, what's you know, what I'm saying, is that still a <laughs> it's thing? old news? Yeah, I, I know. Oh. <laughs> when that when that first came, I was like, wow. You know, he's making this out of... Because what when the purpose of that was to mine his own lithium and do all that stuff? Is that what Nevada... They never was?
2: actually did, though. They never... As far as I know, they never actually mined their own lithium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they simply had suppliers that they made contracts with. But I, I believe there's complications with uh, getting lithium in Nevada because of the mining and having to put material back and things like that. So, um, anyway, anyway uh, the... Uh, there's uh i wish i had the post I, w- I would link it there there's a post i think pretty sure i saw on tmc uh about the uh, lithium supply deals or whatever that um uh you know basically tesla has a hedged bet and they had already pre-purchased so that's why they're not feeling it as hard mm-hmm. as some of the other companies they had already pre-allocated and pre-purchased a bunch of uh, uh, lithium and nickel um but that stuff's going to run out eventually they're going to have to pen new deals and i definitely think they they need uh, some other companies to start increase the mining yields. Because right now there's just not enough being produced annually uh, on the market for them to make what they want to make well, across cars and power that, that walls that, that and all the other things else. they have in mind. Yeah, like everybody yeah. needs batteries, right? Batteries yeah. are the limiting factor.
0: And and that was, but, but just so just so I'm sure, just so I'm correct, that, that was only designed for... They only made that just to mine lithium. There's no car built there or any kind of... They they made it to...
2: Yeah, I think they made it to make batteries specifically. So they were not doing the mining. It was like a deal with Panasonic or something to make batteries. And I'm not sure the specifics. We maybe should dig into that some at some point in a future episode. But I think there were some part of the dealings that fell through and then some other agreements that were made. I mean, Panasonic is still supplying... Um, the batteries. I believe I have Tesla Solar. I think Jerry, you mentioned you have Tesla mm-hmm. Solar as well. I'm pretty sure they're Panasonic panels that they put on my roof. Um, so there's definitely they're still they have partnerships. <laughs> um, yeah. so,
1: but, okay, I, I understood that um, Panasonic was supposedly building you know, that one part of the factory, right? That where mm-hmm. they were going to build right. packs and there was going right. to be like this little curtain or something like that. We were going right. to push them through and then right. Tesla would take ownership of them on this side of the factory. I don't know if that's still in place or if that's uh, how, it, how it's supposed to work. But, yeah. you know, that was, that was my understanding of how that was. And then Tesla could swap suppliers too. They could have a little section here for supplier XYZ right. instead of Panasonic right. or something like that. Right. And I don't so, know where they were. and are are they building packs or are they building individual cells in, in the uh, gigafactory?
2: That's true. They might just be shipping the cells.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that either.
0: Well, but, one one thing we do know is that <laughs> oh here Robo taxi. <coughs> Elon course. talked about the robo taxi. Oh, hey, oh, look. Boy. He said he, he he said it. The robo taxi. He said he's confident. People, FSD is coming. The RoboTax is coming. So, um, what do you guys think? Do you, do you think that we might see some traction more in that area? Because, Waymo, you know, Waymo's doing some pretty good stuff, but it's 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 geofence, We geofence. <laughs> but, so not you know, the same thing, right? Right, but but <laughs> but they're but they're they're sure they, they're very comfortable with what they have so far in that little area. So sure. you know, yeah. Elon's been talking about RoboTaxes for. For a long time But now it seems Like he's getting Some traction What do you guys Think about that
1: I, I think you could Do it in a Geofenced area Today in a High density Environment um, Manhattan Comes immediately To mind oh, Or yeah. the financial District in Manhattan Or something like that uh, I was thinking uh, San
3: Francisco yeah.
1: yeah San Francisco Where you can't Find a parking spot For exactly. a week Or something right, like that Right Yeah you know in, in certain areas I think I think that would work Um in general usage, maybe not, uh, but I think in terms of small areas, high-density areas that you drive the same hundred miles of road or seventy-five miles of road over and over and over, and get to know where all the bumps and you know potholes and things like that, I, I think you could you could do that. 2023 though sounds extremely extremely aggressive to me to be oh, doing but, that. Between the new car maybe uh, the, highly the cyber trucks,
3: you know, the semi. Maybe he got the
1: two and the three on the end flipped around or something I, like yeah. that. <clears throat> if you flip the the numbers around, then I'm then I'm. I think. Yeah, I think
2: Jerry's team. is right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so do you guys think that? Um, because one thing we have to we have to uh, remember is that you know some people are in wheelchairs and um, they have to the, these things have to be able to be ADA compliant. So, um, does that mean that my Tesla Model Three can't be a RoboTax because I can't get a wheelchair uh, a person who's in the wheelchair into it? Do, do you think that's I think will, my, will my car need to be adjusted for that to make that work?
2: I mean, if you had a taxi license, maybe. But, like, I mean, ride sharing doesn't have that restriction, right?
3: I so was to say, I don't think I, – I, I've never yeah.
2: seen an Uber with any
3: special accommodations. Yeah.
0: Because uh, there, there's a, there's a um, post here on uh, the forum. And, oh, man, I, I, I picked these wonderful names. <laughs> R a u r e l <laughs> e royal royal royal. Uh, he's he respond to a post. I hope it's he the the person the member respond to a post saying uh, it is for public riders by law. The design has to accommodate wheelchairs too. Speaking of the the if law. it's
2: public transit.
0: Right, and then so he says he works with ADA law, and that's just not true. Yellow cabs don't, Uber doesn't. They may have a part of their fleet accessible, but it's not required for every right. vehicle. So right, that right. So, so that so that means that I could potentially put use my car as a robot taxi, but only under special conditions, like only for people who don't need access to wheelchairs and things like that. That's what I'm. That's that's my understanding. Sure. Yeah, that, that's
2: like, all, all, all I'm going to say is this this will be somewhat controversial, but that's me. <laughs> uh, anyone that knows me knows that that's me. Um, if you purchase your Tesla with the intention of it being a robo-taxi, you were highly optimistic with your purchase. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> it without that feature in mind. Yeah. Um, I personally do not think anyone that has purchased a Tesla currently focused on taxiing as like that's the primary driver like good luck like I just I, I, I don't I think see the it happening <laughs> yeah, yeah the liability alone I think would shut it down so uh, yeah I know it, it will it eventually happen yes I think the technology will eventually get there do I think it'll get there in the next five years no <laughs> um, the next ten years maybe maybe uh, yeah. but it's hard to say so anyway
0: okay Alright, so let's let's open up to questions for people who are in the chat, who wants to uh, get to know the thoughts of these amazing minds here. Um, now, there's a lady, Kim. Kim is here, and uh, she mentioned, I have a 2018 Tesla Model S. I live near Portland, Oregon. I was at my nearby store a couple weeks ago. A car nearby got too close to me, so I ran up over a curve. Right now, I have a long plastic piece hanging down on my car. Where is the best place that I can take to get it fixed? Ranger. Have a ranger come out. Have a ranger come out and take a look. I mean, they'll so, go come to you. How, how do look, you schedule that? You know? Yeah. How should Kim, schedule do you know, that? Do You know how to schedule it, Kim? If you're still here, do you know how to schedule it? Uh, that's uh, uh, you, uh, use your phone. St- use your phone,
3: Kim. Go to the app and you can yep. uh, you can request a service through the app.
0: Look, look, I'm uh, one thing I dig about this whole Tesla thing is this freaking app, dude. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, whatever I need, man, I can just go in there and say, hey, like uh, the recalls, they had recalls um, for certain model Teslas where the, when you open the trunk, the coax cable for the camera would, would short out. So yeah. there was a recall uh, for that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, rather than trying to find a dealer, you can just pick up the phone and just go into your into the app, into the service, and ask them a question, and then they'll. Even though you're setting you're setting up a, an appointment, once a human being sees it, they'll say, "Oh, okay." They just want something answered, and then I'll ask it, and then there'll be that. The other day, um, not the other day, but when I first got my new car, uh, the uh, software update was stuck. It was stuck on twenty percent. So I sent them something through the app, and then within a, f- a few minutes, maybe half an hour, it was reset, and it, it happened. So yeah, Kim. Everything you need is uh, is uh, yeah. on the uh, on the app. So and that's what
3: I would do for sure. And I see she she's asking about how to schedule it. And if you open up your app, Kim, and you go down to service, you can you can click on that, and you can say request service. I'd show you my phone, but I'm not sure you could see it. Well, maybe. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And just go from there. And yeah. we'll,
0: Service. And see what they say. Service is your service is your friend. Yeah. Just go ahead yeah, and, and knock that out.
1: I, w- I would say, though, people do get upset when that doesn't, you know, the guy doesn't say, oh, I'm coming tomorrow. So yeah. yes. you have so you to be realistic. realistic. <laughs> it, it is a guy, it is one guy or something like that that is going to drive out to your house or place of work. Remember, they can do both. Um, and they are going to have to be scheduled with all the other things they are asked to do. So yeah. this is not for something, you know, completely immediate need type things.
3: Yeah, I will say my ranger, uh, I've had the same guy show up a couple of times. He comes out in an X. Oh. He, he has taken this X and he's turned it into a mobile workstation. It is awesome.
1: Well, the, he, the ones I've had are, are using an S. And, yeah, they've no, he, the the and they pulled the back seat and have that that, <laughs> that thing, unless it's tires. The tire guys come out in a, in a like a so what he's doing
3: is has the doors you know opened up. He's got his rollarounds back-to-back, facing out, so when the doors swing up, he's got his drawers right there, ready to go. Oh, that's super cool. It is. It's it very is. cool. Uh, it's very Take cool. a
1: picture of that, Mike. I mean, I, I think you should post that. <laughs> I, I do have a picture. I'll, I'll put it
3: up. I'll put it up on the yeah, thread.
0: That, that, is, that is really neat. So, we got a question from a past podcast They want to talk about. It's from Martin... Sicarios.
3: Here you go again. <laughs>
0: and, uh, will new Tesla buyers see the $7,500 tax credit in 2022 and yeah. beyond?
3: Unlikely at best. Really? No. no way. No <laughs> no way. I, I, I doubt, so. it. I doubt not, it. Not with the volume they're selling and not with the price increases. And the price and
2: increases. Yeah. Hmm. I, I
3: think the vol- for the $7,500 credit, I think it's based on volume, and they've exceeded that by a, a large margin. I know here in California, um, the newest price increases have just uh, stopped you from being able to claim a, a rebate from uh, California. They're, they're too expensive now. Hmm. Sounds good.
2: It's
0: oh, kind of yeah. a shame. Wow, it is. Uh, there is another question we got from Massa. He says Thoughts on the eventual McCann EV being more appealing than a My Performance model? What do you think? Now, come on, Mike. This is this this is tailor made. That's for you, man. <laughs> this is tailor made for you, man. I was waiting. Mike's like, yeah. eh, eh, uh. well, all right, all right.
3: From a, from a styling point of view, you can go either way. Uh, I, I I could live with it, but from a techie point of view, I don't I don't think I think the Tesla tech is better at this point in time. So you know, if you're looking at battery, battery recharge rates, how fast you can get a charge, range, I think Tesla's got it
2: you care about the car part of it though you, uh, know, porsche, you know it's always a trade-off probably. it's always a right, trade-off right. yeah you know? care about the car parts porsche is probably going to feel more luxury if i had to I, guess i mean, I mean I porsche's
3: know. got that cool glass that will go auto tint mm-hmm. using electricity which is really sweet mm-hmm. you know I, I wish my tesla glass on the roof would do that
1: but is, is that standard or is that an option I couldn't answer that. Um, yeah, for the people my, I know that have it, to
3: them it's standard. I don't know if they paid extra for it. But.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they bought a package or something <laughs> like know. that. My, I don't know. My experience with German cars are, you know, there is there's a wide range of prices you can end up with at the end oh, of yeah. the day if yeah, you start yeah. picking options.
3: Yeah, my Audi was that sure. way. But.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we used to buy BMWs, and you could start at you know a thirty thousand dollar car, push end it to a fifty thousand st- dollar car or without. Yeah, or go higher. The, without, go
3: the M series and push it even higher. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You could make almost
0: like a seventy-five thousand dollars car out of it then, right? So, <laughs> all right, we got it. We got one more question from our friend Amin. Amin is like, look, y'all got the answers, I got the questions. So he says, uh, he, he he asks us, can you guys please explain the difference between stamping and casting? That's a, that's a good question. Sure, that's a great question.
2: <laughs> I mean. Uh, basically, they're pretty different. Uh, stamping is where you take uh, sheets of metal or sometimes formed metal, maybe coils, things like that, and you use lots of pressure yeah, to kind of form it into the shape that you want. Push it into um, shape. And casting is when you're taking like ingots or billets or things like that and you're heating them up and melting them to like be shaped uh, uh, almost in like a mold. Um, so... They're pretty different. Uh, there's pros and cons to each. Um, casting is way easier to make almost any shape that you want. Uh, stamping is a lot harder to do. Uh, but uh, most people probably uh, feel that stamping's output is better um, structurally, uh, You know how it, how it holds up. I don't know, Mike, uh, Jerry, what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you, missed, you missed a third, which is forging. For, okay, sure correct that, that's so, more in the wheels you, you'll see that So you, you don't you, usually you've see got your stamping which is chassis. like you said
3: sheets of metal that
2: you've stamped in the shape
3: crushed sure. in the shape whatever you've got forging where you take your metal ingot you heat it up to a certain temperature and then you crush it to a rough shape a lot of times but mm-hmm. in a and you machine it the final way Sure. Then you have casting where you take the ingot you melt it into a liquid state and you pour right. it into a mold And then you you cool it at a determined rate, and then you do your final machining on it after that. Those are the three states they generally do uh, in most manufacturing processes. Right. And Uh yes, there's different reasons why you pick one. Cost, strength, material, you know, that you're trying to work with. There's a lot of variabilities.
1: I would think Tesla is going with casting because it has probably the least waste. Um, Agreed. if you have the right shape you can just you know bang and you're done essentially you know push it through the press and things like that and yeah. be done no cooling no heat treating no you know a lot of the a lot of the secondary steps too
3: yeah you know, I'm wondering if we should add a fourth stick because I've seen it done and that's the uh, 3d printing you can actually print with metal sure it doesn't have to be plastic in they're
2: it. really they're really cool machines too but yeah uh, you wouldn't do that for something like a you know the frame not yet (laughs) not yet
0: yet. alright guys so we're gonna wrap it up here Jerry, I want to thank you for coming out and uh, sharing us your experiences with your, your Model X and the rentals you had, getting into it. Your, your information has been very valuable, so thanks. And also, you're part of the hair club, so you're That's ex- Right, cr- <laughs> you <laughs> and me. You
2: know,
0: know, the, young, the young guys are really, you know, uh, happy to... I don't you know, know about my, that, you, the part... Mike, yeah, I mean, you're, you're vintage age I mean you look very the, the good The cool for, kids The cool kids
3: of this and this uh, So
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but no Jerry Seriously We thank you for coming out man Hanging out with us Mike and Lewis, These are amazing guys I enjoy these guys every day Also Amin and Kim Thank you for asking us uh, questions Please come back next weekend If you have more questions Absolutely But we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here uh, If you're watching us on YouTube Please like and subscribe as always We always want to hear your questions, your comments Mm -hmm. you may have. So please share with them with us in the podcast section at the Tesla Motors Club forum or here in the YouTube comments. Um, If you would like to support this podcast, please consider becoming a supporting member on the TMC website. Mm -hmm. And also, if you want to follow us on social media, those links are there in the description. So, again, myself, Mike. Jip myself. Mark, Mike, Jerry, and Louis. We want to thank you guys again for listening to us, for coming out and spending a wonderful time with us. I have fun with these guys, and we'll do it again next week. So until then, thank you for seeing us Number six, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.